You're listening to Bizarre Buffet, a podcast of all-you-can-eat weird. I'm your host, Mark Toriello. I'm Jen Wilson. And I'm Mark Blustein. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. And perhaps even a few murders. You're all in private. When we first went in, one of the people said, Who are you? And Tech said, I'm the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's business. Hey guys. Hi. Hi. How is everybody doing? We're back. Hope you're doing good. We hope you're doing so good. But you know something? Before we start this episode, we just wanted to give you a small message. We just want to let you know about an amazing podcast that we've been listening to called Live, Laugh, Murder. It's so fucking good. We think that our audience, our friends, our loved ones would truly enjoy it. So we're just going to play a quick little clip for you right now. And here it is. What do you get when you mix someone who loves true crime and horror movies with someone who's afraid of their own shadow? Someone like you? Yeah. I'm glad you asked. You get the perfect podcast. We're Carmen and Joanna of Live, Laugh, Murder podcast. We're not your typical true crime show. Here at Live, Laugh, Murder, we tell stories that might be true crime or they might be the plot of a horror film. Can you tell the difference? Don't worry, though, because all is revealed by the end. We are true crime sometimes. So check us out. We release bi-weekly on Saturdays. And remember to live, laugh, but never what, Joanna? Murder. Never murder. Thanks, guys. Thanks. All right, so definitely check out Live, Laugh, Murder podcast. Yes. You will not be disappointed. You won't. won't. Be disappointed. You and won't be. If you have a Live, Laugh, Love sign in your house, get rid of it. Get yeah. rid of it. You don't need that shit. This is bullshit. No. Out with the old, in with the new. Yeah. Exactly. So now let's move on to um, other pressing business. What are we doing here today? <sighs> All right, so before I jump into my story, I need to give credit where credit is due, and... This story tonight is thanks to Jerry. Jerry! Hey, Jerry! So, um, one of his late insomnia nights, he couldn't sleep. He found this show on Tubi. Fucking Tubi, bitch. The next day, he literally woke me up and was like, we need to watch this because this is a bizarre buffet topic. Oh, I love that so much. So, thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Jerry. I don't think any of you will be disappointed with this one. Oh, I can't wait. So, thank you, Tubi. Tubi, and yeah. Thank you, Tubi. Shout out to at really? Tubi. Yeah. Shout out to fucking Tubi. Yeah. There's yeah. some really good content yeah. on that. There platform. is. Oh, Tubi boy. is lit. Lit. So, tonight I am taking us back to a time and place that I don't think any of us ever want to go back to. Oh, boy. And it is the height of the COVID pandemic. Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> oh, like I'm what a talking weird about time. exactly, but I'm talking about like the beginning. So like full lockdown, you're not allowed to go anywhere, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to see anyone, you have mm-hmm. to stay home. Mm-mm. So my question tonight to get us started is I wanna know what was worth breaking COVID protocols for during lockdown? So like was there somewhere you wanted to go or someone you wanted to see or something you just really needed? Like What was worth breaking lockdown protocols for? Well, I think for me, 
it would have been probably like seeing you. Right. Um, yeah. Our other friends who we were used to seeing like regularly. But remember, we did like our Friday night Zooms and we played we did. Jackbox, which, remember? Which we, made it a lot easier and a lot better. We did that for like months. It was we fun. did. It, it was, was so, so much fun. fun. Honestly, unpopular opinion, but I lived my best fucking life yeah. during that. I mean, Mark... Jen and I produced this. a f- this, but also <laughs> pre this, we produced a film called Ask Caroline, America's Haunted Sweetheart. We did, didn't we? We did. We totally did. forgot about that. Yes. You need to check it out. Yeah. It was really something that, like, we all collectively came together and did. And, like, I was like, hey, Jen, you're an actor. Like, please just send me some footage of you, like, just talking about, like, this fictional character who is essentially Mark Turriello. That's Carolyn uh, from Poltergeist. Yes, yeah. from the Poltergeist franchise. Trilogy. Trilogy. One, yeah. two, and three. So. And it was really magical. Like, it was a really, really special time and very dear to me. I honestly feel like I became closer to you during that time. And and I had known Jen for fucking a million years prior, but I feel like that was the point that, like, we actually became, like, very close. And and all of us combined, like, Mark... Jen and myself, even though I had known Jen for a long time, but Mm -hmm. like, I think we all became like really good friends during that. So like, there's so many valuable, like beautiful moments. There were some really good things that came out. Yeah, there were. So like, for me, I guess it just would have been like being able to see you in person. Yeah. Like our our other friends, like Ashley, um, Second Life episode. Oh yeah. Yeah. Second Life episode. Episode art here. Yeah. There it is. Enjoy if you must, if you will. I mean, I I wanted the world to actually end during the pandemic. So yeah, he did. I did. Mark and I, you know, you also were not in a good place with work. No, because this this had some like you had some stuff going on. Yeah, this lousy company called Michael Kors. They did some very unethical (laughs) things to their employees. There we go again. Um, Yeah, yeah, like you know, demoting people, pay cuts, making them do ten people's jobs for half of what they did. You had it really rough. Yeah, and then when you vocalize your opinion, you're you know in trouble. So mm-hmm. don't give Michael Kors your business. He's terrible. But um, anyways, I was very happy because I think the world is a terrible place and <laughs> needed some disruption. Yeah. Because disruption brings change. Yeah, and, it does. And, you know, I was burnt the fuck out before all of this. And it was nice to have time with Mark and our dog and for us to do creative things. This yeah. is just decompress. And just not yeah. care what happens. Yeah. We didn't really know, like, were no. we going to die? No, we went to we Guitar Center homeless? and bought this podcasting equipment yeah. that if you're watching on YouTube, you can see us using right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, Wait, Guitar Center is still a thing? It's still uh, okay. I think that's, so. That's I, where it, we got all this. It was three years really? ago. Yeah. I don't know if, like, yeah. three years later it still is. In, uh, interesting. Yeah. So it's like weird because like COVID brought a lot of um, bad and uh, unfortunately many people died. Yes. And, but yeah. there's also some, uh, I think more bad came out of COVID than good, but some good came out of yeah. it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I think for me, I don't think there was anything worth breaking the protocols for. Like yeah. I lived by myself. I was in this small ass attic apartment, like a studio apartment in somebody's attic. 
I was all alone. I was scared as shit of the pandemic. Like mentally, I was not in a good place. So like, I was not leaving the house for shit. No. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Maybe to go to the grocery store down the street, but that was it. Yeah, I think I think we were all scared, though, in that sense, too. I think, you know, it just depends on, like, your memory recall of it. Like, for me, I definitely was scared, too. So I get that. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely had some, like, strict policies and procedures, but it wasn't as bad as England was, which is where our story takes place tonight. Oh. They had multiple lockdowns through the entire pandemic, and there were some parts of the country that couldn't even leave their homes, period, except for essential workers. Okay. Which, like... Same here, but like I feel like it was a little bit more like we were a little more lax, lax yeah. about it. There was also a time in part of England and other parts of Europe where you were only allowed outdoors for like an hour or two a day. Wow! And I remember Christmas 2020, houses over there were not allowed to commingle. So like, imagine living by yourself and not being able to see your friends or family for the holidays. But then again, like maybe if us Americans did exactly what we were supposed to do, like them, like we wouldn't be where we are now. But that's that's a story for another day. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah. Our story starts with Phoenix Nets. She was a promising student. She had aspirations of becoming a paramedic. She was 28 years old and she lived in South London. She eventually dropped out of university and moved to Birmingham after falling on hard times, which I'm doing in air quotes because drugs became a priority for her. Oh boy. Okay. So she met Garika Gordon in an HMO that she was staying at. Now, an HMO stands for House in Multiple Occupation. Okay. So three or more people from more than one household live in an HMO where all the common areas are shared. Okay. So they have specific landlords and rules in effect, which I'm not going to get into. They normally work with homeless people and people transitioning into other living situations. So like when I lived in London years ago, they really take care of their homeless people over there. Like it's very, like you didn't really see, I mean, this was also like 10 plus years ago. Things might've changed. I haven't been there since like 2016, but like. You don't really see homeless people on the mm. streets. They, they, they do take care of their people over there. They have a better system in place than they we do. They definitely do. Yeah. And the documentary about this that I watched referred to this as a hostel instead. But honestly, I think that's just a way to dumb it down for us Americans. Okay. Yeah. Layman's terms. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a hostel is essentially like a hotel that like you share a bedroom with strangers yeah it's like having multiple bunk beds for a really mm. cheap rate so garika gordon immigrated to the uk when she was young from jamaica and was staying in the room next door to phoenix okay she was also 28 and what happened next between the two is a bit unclear But in May 2020, police stopped a man and woman who were driving erratically near the town of Colford. Police discovered two suitcases with dismembered body parts in a nearby pit from where the party was stopped. Oh, boy. Forensic tests show that the dismembered body was, in fact, Phoenix Nets. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, shit. So, Rika Gordon was caught on CCTV, which is the surveillance system in the UK. It's, like, essentially, like, Big Brother's watching you. Okay. They're all over the place. They're on the streets. They're on public transportation. They're in buildings. 
And there's over 500,000 cameras in the UK. Uh, holy shit. So, like, you can't get away with shit over there. Wow. And if you watch any, like, true crime shows that take place in the UK, like, the majority of these people get caught on CCTV. So, what happened next, okay? Oh we don't entirely know, and this story is currently ongoing. And this is why I'm hoping we at Bizarre Buffet can work to crack the case. Yes. Oh, yes, There yes. are just some parts of this story that don't add up, and that's why I find it very fascinating. Okay. Phoenix confided in a friend that Garico was trying to make sexual advances and became aggressive when she declined. Oh. Garica, chill. Garica, calm <laughs> down. In like a, Garica's a, yeah. I know, she's... Yeah, she's a little much. Mm, a bit much. Chill, Garica. So, in a text message on <sighs> April 7th, 2020, she wrote to the same friend in a text message, there's a girl here who keeps asking me to be sexual. I think I'm moving back to London. It's scaring me, LOL. Oh, lol. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. That's problematic. On April 16th, 2020, Garika made a phone call to an emotional support hotline. Oh, boy. In which she seemed to be tipsy and allegedly stated that she liked another woman and wanted to have sex with her. Oh, okay. Garika. Oh, boy. The last known contact that Phoenix had with a friend was on the same day Garika made that phone call. So on April 16th, 2020. Oh. It was to a friend who tried calling her back later, but the call did not go through. Oh, shit. But Phoenix's cell phone was allegedly used to make internet searches, which included how to fix a punctured lung. Oh, my God. Internal bleeding. Oh, boy. And can someone recover from getting stabbed on the same exact day? Oh, my God. I love a good Google search. I mean... But, like, I, you're doing it uh, on, like, the person that you murdered's phone? Yeah. Oh, That's God. That is really She's fucked. sloppy. 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 Sloppy gherkins. So... Eureka. Someone Eureka. else who lived in the house with them on the same day heard drilling and banging noises and someone shouting, help me, help me. Oh, boy. Uh, so that is not good. Phoenix was stabbed four times by Garika. It was reported that Garika ordered a circular saw on Gumtree, which is the equivalent to Craigslist. Oh, okay. stop. Yeah, it's called Gumtree. Oh, what a... T- <laughs> so it's like the UK oh. version of Craigslist. Oh god, that is not good news. And it arrived the following day at 11 a.m. So the saw was used to dismember Phoenix yep. and the saw was found in Garika's bedroom. The dismemberment took place in five different locations, dividing the body into six different parts. Oh, why? I just wonder why why five different locations to dismember somebody. I would just do it in a bathtub. Yeah, or a shower or something. Yeah, something that you can wash down. Yeah, yeah, wash, wash, wash. 
Garika made multiple trips to the forest of Dean to dispose of the body parts where she intended to burn them all. So this is also how they were able to catch her on cameras. Because, mm. like, think about it. You're not allowed to go anywhere. You're not allowed to do anything. Yep. You're, like, some mysterious, sketchy-ass person walking around with two suitcases. Uh-huh. During the height of a pandemic, like, where are you going? You're not supposed to be going anywhere. Well, exactly. You're going to be the odd man out. Exactly. Yeah. Notes were also found in Garika's room with plans on how to dispose of the body. Why would you write that uh, shit down on his notes? Yeah. Keep it to yourself. She's kind of she's kind of like messy. She's kind of messy, stupid. messy boots. She's a dumbass. Gherkins. Why Garica. would you write notes? Like uh, I know. I know. Why? It's like, you know what? It's called a paper trail. Maybe if you have a bad memory, how about this? Maybe you should make sure that your memory is good enough for the time that you're doing this because writing things down at this point in time is not a good idea. No. Garika. Um, I mean, yeah. It's it's very sloppy if you ask me. Yeah. Yep. Sloppy Gherkins. So like Garika went extra lengths to try and like make people believe that Phoenix was still alive. So she actually went on the internet and downloaded an audio application. Oh god. Um, which enabled her to edit some voice messages of Phoenix to send to those via social media platforms and to a number of people, which she tried to confirm that Phoenix was well and that she was alive. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. So she's getting a little silly nilly. She's getting like <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's like making these like false voice memos but then also like going on the same phone and looking up like how to fix a punctured lung <laughs> yeah um how do i do ask jeeves remember that oh my Search god engine? i remember forgot that. about yeah. jeeves. hey jeeves how do i fix the punctured lung in an hour you don't <laughs> that's the answer so in the aftermath of this horrific find the police arrested and charged Garika with her murder. Yeah. Wow. Gherkins. Uh, so, a 38-year-old Manesh Saraithia was also initially accused of assisting an offender. He drove Garika to the forest of Dean, but insisted he did not know what she was doing. So it sounds like some hired driver mm-hmm. that like literally was hired to drive this girl. He had no idea what she was doing. Yeah. The charge against him was later dismissed. Now, if you go on Tubi and you watch Caught on Camera, there is an episode where you actually get to see the live footage of when she gets pulled over with the oh, suitcases. Shit. With the body parts. With the body parts. It. Oh, I during tried, the pandemic. I tried to pull it up on YouTube, but I couldn't find anything. But, like, go on Tubi, watch Caught on Camera. Hmm. Yeah. I will. So, I mean, she gets very, like... Defensive, like trying to talk the police out of searching her suitcases. She's like, so here's what happened. Listen, Silly thing. I would too. If but I she had... was making it like it was like there were drugs or something in there. Like, oh, you don't need to go look at yeah. that. She was being extra suspicious, if you will. She just was, she seemed very, very messy. Mm-hmm. So the West Midlands police took lead in the murder investigation. Forensics teams were said to have analyzed the scene for a week. 
concentrating on the bedroom and on the first floor of the property where Phoenix and Garika lived. Okay. The crime scene investigators were also seen checking wheelie bins, a bicycle, and the back garden of the house. But exactly where Phoenix was murdered was never revealed. Oh. So, April 21st, 2021, so about a year later, just days before due to stand trial, Garika admitted to murdering Phoenix. Oh, wow. She appeared before the Bristol Crown Court via video link for a short hearing, and the 28-year-old spoke only to confirm her identity and pled guilty. I believe she's expected to life in prison, and this is the thing that is very fascinating about this story. We don't know exactly the motive, and that's why I'm asking you what you think happened between the two, because... I just think this is a little extreme and a little excessive for somebody who denied sexual advances. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I do. For I, somebody to just go kind of off the deep end and dismember yeah. somebody and put them in suitcases all because she, she turned down some advances. I just, I, I find it weird. I find like there's probably more to this story. Yeah, yeah there there definitely is more to this story. So th- they both met at the hostel. Yes, in this, this home, yes. This, okay, and They how- lived in the same house. Now, remember I said at the beginning of the story that Phoenix was involved in drugs. Was it a drug-related issue? Was there something a little more... I mean, I think that definitely could have been a part of it. Where was the landlord in this situation? Yeah, where was everybody? I want to hear from the roommates. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, oh my God. And because you add the pandemic on top of Mm -hmm. this just makes it extra complicated, you know, because it's like, if somebody were leaving, would people have said anything? Would people, like, what would they have thought? I think everyone was probably kind of, like, scared. And not because of her, but just because of what was happening in the world. So I feel like most people were probably like, well, whatever this fucking person is doing, it's none of my goddamn business uh, because I'm not leaving and I'm not getting COVID and dying. Yeah. You know? The court heard that Garika had a personality disorder after moving from London to Birmingham, but... Nobody in the health services had any idea of her history. Like, there were no records about her health history. But her mom did say that she suffered from traumas and did refer to her as a ticking time bomb. Oh, well, that's comforting. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Very kind words. Yeah. Right? So kind of, like, a mother to say that about their child. But, like... There's just something about this story. I feel like there's a missing piece to this. There is. There is a missing piece. That I can't put my finger on. So was, um, what was her name? Garika. Garika. Gherkins. Okay, so number one, my first question is, Garika, what is her, do we know what her full-on sexual orientation is? Is she a lesbian? Is she bisexual? Is she pansexual? That was never stated. I mean, the only thing that I found was that she allegedly called that hotline saying that she was, you know, interested in another woman. Okay, so... So she was a lesbian, most likely. Well... I disagree. Oh. 
think that hot if, she's, if she's calling a hotline, this is probably because this is new to it could her be. It could very well be new to her. So maybe a suppressed feeling of um, being attracted to the same sex came up. I didn't think up. about that, Mark. And that's that's why she yeah. really. That's yeah. a really good point. That is. I, I think um, there was drugs also involved. Oh, there had to be. I feel like yeah. there, there's no other... No, I way. think like, there had to be something. Yeah, potentially, some influence. My conspiracy theory is they potentially might have shared drugs occasionally mm-hmm. during their their time at the hostel. It could have been one or two nights in a row during these interactions. I think she felt this um, attraction to her, hence why she called the hotline or the helpline. And what ended up happening, I think, maybe in a drug induced state. She made a pass or a move on her. Mm-hmm. It didn't go well. And then it resulted in a murder. Yeah. And that kind of reminds me of the Jenny Jones murder scandal. Insert artwork here. Oh, my God. And it's Pride Month. And it's Pride Month again. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Jen, you real. have a knack for this. We're just gay as hell. We, we are. are. We are. Absolutely. So, but she's she's in prison right now. Yes, I'm surprised that she hasn't released any like statements. It's so funny. Like, there's why. really not a lot out there, and like all articles are like pretty similar. Yeah. Like, wow. When I went and cross referenced things, like everything was like kind of the same. But I definitely feel like because this happened during the height of the pandemic, and we like they were in lockdown as we all were, like. There could have been a moment where they confided in, e- in each other in something or they had yeah. some sort of mm-hmm. connection. Yeah. Because you're spending time with these people. Even if you're like you're not living in the same rooms, but you're still in the same like living corners. Yeah. Like Absolutely. There has to have been some sort of like exchange or connection yeah. or confidence. There was something. But I think like I think like Reading that it was all because of sexual advances, there's just something about that that's just not sitting well with me, and I can't put my finger on what that motive is. I mean, going back to the Jenny Jones murder scandal thing, I think that there could have been like some sort of advance, and two of these people weren't necessarily comfortable in their sexuality, right? And there was this was also a time where you couldn't really escape other people, like, where were you going to go? So, I think that you know, people or peoples, you know, with some sort of maybe mental illness or deficiency, if you will, if you must, could kind of go off the rails because it's like this is something that is new that we're exploring and there's nowhere to go and if i need to escape this and i can't deal with it i'm stuck here with you right and then people make bad bad well bad decisions is an understatement but people sometimes make really um irreparable Mm -hmm. decisions like murder exactly yeah I she think sounds this, like a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> Straight yeah, up dumbass. She sounds dumb as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Get a vibrator. I think my favorite. Yeah, exactly. My favorite part was like, how to, can someone recover from getting stabbed yeah. the same day? Yeah, exactly. I've Googled the same thing. 
And um, I just recovered on my own. What, like, do we know what, like, oh, God, this is going to sound so controversial. Do we know what her ethnicity is? She she immigrated from Jamaica when she, she was very young. Because I feel like in a lot of these, like, countries, like Jamaica or just everywhere, like, they're really, it's like, taboo. anti-gay. Like, yeah. yeah. They're, like, it's yeah. true. You yeah. know, you grow up in a culture where homosexuality, whatever you want to call it, is severely frowned upon i mean it's almost like um illegal in yeah, a lot of places so that can fuck with somebody mm-hmm. when it sounds to me like she was young right they were both 28 28 that's young that's young that's very young and especially for unevolved well it it also if Let's the um, what's her name? Gorina? Garika. Garika. Gherkins. Garika. Garika. I'm gonna keep fucking. Garika Gherkins. It just it sounds to me like you know if, that our YouTube followers are gonna have shit to say. Yeah. About oh, that they one. always Whatever. do. But like Garika, <laughs> if she's staying in a hostel in England, it sounds to me like she's just traveling the world, and maybe this is like her first experience. Like how she was living Could in be. London. She like lived in the UK. She moved there when she was young. Oh, never mind. Oh. I don't know like what her exact story was. What made her move to Birmingham? Yeah, we know Phoenix kind of like she kind of fell off the deep end and dropped out of university. But she had aspirations of becoming, you know, a paramedic. Yeah. But if you are interested in seeing the actual episode on Tubi, it's called Caught on Camera. Oh. There's two stories in the same episode, so it's this one and another one. Okay. It doesn't. It's not mentioned by Garika. I think it's someone's name and Phoenix. So look for the name Phoenix. It's like either episode two or three. I'm going to look it up. Go look it up. It's really interesting. Wow. I can't wait. And that was a fantastic story. Thanks. Wow. I loved it. Well, <clears throat> I mean, I guess if you want to fund our hostel, you can start by going on patreon.com slash bizarre buffet. You, sure you can, can visit our website that is overpaid for called bizarrebuffet.com. <laughs> yep. You can find us on Instagram you at sure bizarre can. buffet, Facebook. Our Facebook page still exists. It's at bizarre buffet podcast. Wait, wait, we're back. Uh, it never went away. There was some controversy. Jen just asked me that question because there was some controversy where we were like flagged and about to be deleted for some reason, but we weren't. We're yeah, we're still up. So we're, okay. we're still standing, we're bitches. We're here, motherfucker. Suck it. And yeah. if you're watching us, you can listen to our podcast on okay. any podcast hi. platform. Hi, hi. Hello. Uh, and if you if you're listening on your yeah. car speakers, I want you to hear me right now. Mm. And go. Oh, I'm, I'm going to sit on that speaker. I'm going to sit yeah. up. It's like in that Howard Stern movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> private parts. Private parts. Yes. Such a good film. That is a good film. If you if you listen to us, you can actually watch yeah. us on YouTube at yeah. the Zarba Fay. Which means you should have subscribed yeah. by now. And yeah. that's it. And that's it. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I suppose with that being said, my name is Salma Hayek. And I am the circular saw purchased on Gumtree. Oh my God, what a great, great thing. And I'm the suitcase that held all the body parts. Beautiful. It's so beautiful. Don't dismember me.